Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, your on-air ladies' Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O Devotion. This week, my intention is to help you believe that God still answers your prayers, so you pray. Best-selling author and overcomer, Linda Evans-Shepard, will be talking with us later in the show about how God has miraculously helped her when she prayed. You can download Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into today's teaching segment or use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 121. So let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Every year, Brayside Camp runs a Labor Day weekend camp. It's such an amazing time of the year. The air is fresh and crisp, not hot like the family camp in July. There's just an ease around Brayside as the long holiday season winds down. This one last summer fling is such a blast. But a few years ago, the joy was almost stolen at the board meeting on the Thursday before the weekend began. During the meeting, we learned the insurance company wasn't going to pay for the full price to reshingle the tabernacle roof. The quote to finish was about $100,000. And that was about $100,000 we didn't have. The next day, as I led pre-service prayer, I had planned that we would pray and ask God to bring in the funds. What I didn't plan for was how overwhelmed I felt as we started praying. But this was the beginning of my lesson in how God still answers your prayers. As the group assembled, I began looking around the platform. I never noticed it before. But the leaks in the roof had left water stains running down the center column of the tabernacle where the cross was displayed. The carpet was frayed, worn threadbare in so many places with more gum stuck in it than a second grader's desk. It was as if I could hear God charging the Israelites in Ezra's time when he said to the people, Why are you living in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? You see, we were just like them. There was no way any of us would have ever let our houses get as bad as we let our chapel get. I began weeping over our negligence, and when I shared with the group what I was feeling, they too began to get emotional. We repented and asked God to forgive us for neglecting to care for his house. And then we asked him to not only provide money to finish the roof, but we added in to get new carpet and fix the water-stained center column. It all seemed like an unreachable goal, but we asked in faith believing that God could do it. Well, weekly we hope for actually, but God did it all with our mustard seed of faith. Nine months later, my friends Mark and Andrea Giancola, who run the camp, told me how someone donated over $100,000 for the roof. 
They were excited because God had shown them favor with the contractors, so there was enough money left over to fix up the sanctuary. They were able to put in new carpet, and the center of the church was to be repainted in a week. When I told them about that pre-service prayer on Labor Day weekend the year before, we all thank God for providing in miraculous ways. In Matthew 18, 19-20, Jesus said, I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. No matter how big or small your request might be, when people get together and pray, God releases his power, his provision, and his presence. I'm asking God to increase your faith so you'll be able to believe for even greater things than shingles, carpet, and paint. I want you to be confident that God still answers your prayers. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes at Joy Radio? Well, the wait is over. I'm Holly Taylor of Good Company. And I'm James Curtis of The Drive. Subscribe to our Joy newsletter, Living Joyfully. And on the second Tuesday of each month, you'll gain exclusive access to powerful testimonials from fellow listeners, inspiring news, opportunities to serve, and much more. Staying connected to Joy Radio has never been easier. Subscribe at joyradio.ca and become a joyful insider. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Linda Evans Shepherd is a best-selling author. She's written 37 books. A top internationally recognized speaker, she's shared the platform with people like Lisa Turkers, Chandra Pierce, Dr. Charles Stanley, and so many more. Linda is the president of Right to the Heart Ministries, founder of the Arise Esther Conference, the multi-award-winning Leading Hearts Magazine, and Arise Daily Devotionals. Linda is the founder and CEO of the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association and the creator of the Power Speaker Certification Program. Linda is married to Paul and the mother of two. She loves spending time with family and friends, and I'm so glad to have you here today. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Linda. Thank you, Sherry. It's so much fun to be here today. Well, girl, you are a very busy lady. You have a lot on the go. God has really anointed you to write, to speak, and to help others do both of those same things. So I really want to thank you as a writer and speaker that, you know, there's someone like you out there championing girls like us. Well, it's not just me. It's 800 women, and we call ourselves an army of women who tell the good news from Psalm 6811. Mm, well, it is really incredible. Um, sometimes you feel like you're out there when you're the author or speaker, that you're kind of isolated. And because uh, you do, you spend a lot of time by yourself in your office <laughs> writing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so it's really great that there are organizations like you run. So thank you very much for that. And, and I know you mentioned scripture already. So I'd love you to share a Bible study tool or tip that girls could really take hold of and implement in their lives. 
Sure. You know what? I love to find a passage. And when I find it, I read it in all of my favorite parallel versions. And I like to go to Mm -hmm. BibleGateway.com. And then when I have a thorough understanding of that passage, I write it into a prayer that I pray back to the Lord because I love praying scripture. Mm. That is awesome. Actually, another guest was just mentioning that she prays scripture. And I think that is just so powerful when we put God's word into our prayers because we are literally praying his heart when we're repeating back to him his words and reminding him of what he said. So that is really a great tip. Um, I wonder if you could share a favorite Bible verse or one that really impacts you. Well, I decided to go with Psalm 17:6 because it's so important for all of us. And it says this, David said, I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. And isn't that what we all want? We want mm-hmm. to know that God mm-hmm. hears us and answers. And the answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. And so, Linda, do you really believe that God answers you when you pray? Well, yeah, I've had a lot of (laughs) prayer experience under my belt. And I promise you that God hears me and answers. And if we go back in time, we can go all the way back to the day that my baby was thrown into the freeway in the middle of a terrible car crash. And the doctor Mm. said she would be a vegetable. They said she would never wake up. They said she would be a vegetable for 80 years. And so Mm. that's when I became the prayer investigator. (laughs) I'm like, Mm. okay, I haven't really been taught a lot about prayer, but I'm going to find out more about it. And I begin to read every scripture. I begin to pray. And a lot of my prayers were kind of crazy experimental prayers, but I just wanted to get that prayer rhythm right. And guess what? The Lord pulled my daughter out of that coma. And Mm. okay, she came back to us disabled, but she came back to us with so much love and joy Mm. and what Mm -hmm. a blessing she was. And I saw the Lord heal her in so many ways. But one of the biggest healings I've ever experienced was my own broken heart. Mm. And God has the power to heal us in our pain and brokenness. So it was through difficulty and struggle where you came to understand and to come to a confidence I can hear in your voice that God does answer prayer. It wasn't something like you just always were like that. That's right. I I grew up in a, a wonderful Christian church and they taught all the basics. And I remember thinking, you know, God, I can talk to you, but you can't talk to me. Well, that's not even true because we have the word. But mm-hmm. I've learned prayer mm-hmm. techniques where I listen. I listen and try to trust him more and follow his leading and confirm everything with scripture. I think that's probably the most difficult part that a lot of us struggle with in prayer is the the waiting. You know, we live in a microwave society where we just want quick answers and quick responses for everything. But in prayer, it doesn't always happen like that, does it? No. And I think the best miracle 
prayer to pray is to take your circumstances, your worry, your fear, that thing that you just can't imagine living through. And you say, hey, God, here's what I'm bringing you. I'm going to lay this problem at your feet and I'm going to say, it's now your problem. And I'm going to trust you no matter what. You just watch. That was the prayer I prayed when we found out that our insurance wasn't in play when my daughter was in the hospital. And I knew that we were going to have a million dollar bill. I was not wrong. (laughs) Mm. And I just, I prayed, I put my hands in my blue jean pockets. I pulled out the liners and I prayed this, God, this bill now belongs to you. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know, miraculously, it was paid in full. Wow. Paid in full. Wow. So you, through that one experience of your daughter almost losing her life. You learn God as your comfort. You learn God as your provider. You learn God as your healer. So many different things that you learned from God through prayer, through a difficult circumstance. Well, Linda, I am so looking forward to coming back after the break to hearing more of your insights on prayer. Hi, I'm Linda Evans-Shepard from episode 121. And my music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is We All Need Jesus by Danny Goki. We're so quick to point a finger. We judge things from my point of Jesus. Everybody in the world needs Jesus. When you think of fall, you think of pumpkin spice lattes, warm, fuzzy sweaters, and time with the family. With MyJoy Radio app, you can enjoy all the things you love about fall while staying tuned to everything you need. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream. Get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered to your smartphone. Be uplifted while drinking a latte or pumpkin patch picking. MyJoy Radio app, available now. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with author, ministry CEO, founder of the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, Linda Evans Shepherd. Linda, As someone who's written countless books on prayer, I don't know how many books have been on prayer. I know you've written 37 total, so many books, but a lot of them on prayer. What do you think like was the the greatest aha moment that you've had about prayer as you've written all of these books? Something that you could share to help us unlock the key like you have. You know, it's really about trusting God and talking to him. Mm. So many people are afraid to pray. They're afraid they're going to get it wrong, say it wrong, make Mm. God mad at them. So they say nothing and Mm. don't do that. Come to him. Talk to him. You know, when we have Jesus and we say, I'm going to follow you no matter what. You are my Lord and I am yours. And and please forgive me of what I've done wrong. Then 
His spirit comes inside of us. He's that close. And when mm-hmm. we talk to him, we're not like pleading from a place in a speck on earth all the way up <laughs> in heaven. We're talking to him in the here and now because he's omnipresent. And a lot of people think, oh, but if I come to him with my little request, I'm going to take somebody else's important prayer about world yeah. peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he is omnipresent. And what that means is he can hear your prayer about world peace and my prayer about, hey, I can't find my car keys. Can you help? <laughs> I think I really came to understand that aspect of God's nature through the, the movie Bruce Almighty. And when he's at the computer and he's hearing all of a sudden all these prayers and he's like, oh, you know, he's overwhelmed with it. But like God hears it all. And he was like, you know, confused as how God could manage this, you know, plethora of prayers. And and then they finds out that that's only the prayers on that block. But, you know, that God <laughs> is capable. So he can handle it. And it is very sad. I've had friends say that to me. Well, I don't want to bother him. Well, he's invited you. It's like a friend inviting you over, you know, you're not bothering them to come to your house when they've invited you. So open the door and go on in. Um, I think that's a, a great thing that you've shared with us there, that he wants us to just come to him like a normal friend talking. And that's right. And you know what else that's so important is that we trust him with our prayer requests instead of Mm -hmm. worrying about it. You can worry about something all day long and you're not going to change anything. But if you say, God, this is a terrible situation. I don't know what to do. So I'm giving it to you. I I am asking you to figure it out and to create the best solutions because I don't know what they are. I can't even imagine how you can make this all work for those who love the Lord for the good. I can't imagine. So it's your turn. And when we pray that and and just say, you know what? I gave it to God. I remind yourself, I gave it to God. Watch and see what he does. My husband always says that his grandfather quoted to him time and again. He was a wonderful pastor. And he said, when you plant your seed in faith, don't dig it up in doubt. And I don't know if that's a quote from a famous person, but his grandpa always said it to him. And I think for me, that's, you know, as a girl who grew up in farms and things like that, I can visualize that where you plant Mm -hmm. something and farmers don't, you know, dig up the potatoes or the Mm -hmm. carrots halfway through to check if they're growing. You actually, you destroy it. You destroy the crops so that we don't, you know, by our worry and fear, cause it to get messed up. Exactly. My dad did dig up his peanut crop when he was a little boy and it killed it. <laughs> mm, yeah. So don't don't dig up your prayers. Just continue to reinforce them. And if you do by accident, just say, I'm sorry, Lord, I am trusting mm. you and remind yourself, I am trusting you. I, I just prayed this prayer moments ago with a woman who's visiting me today who she went to go pay her storage unit fee. And they sold everything she owned this morning before she got there. And so now she has nothing. And so she came into my arms and we prayed and we prayed this, God, turn this into a miracle. Now, Mm. we don't know what that's going to look like, but I guarantee you there is going to be a miracle. Linda, I think this brings us to talk about your latest book, Prayers for Every Need. And I think this book is so ideal. 
I was reading that it took you a decade to write <laughs> this book specifically. So are you really slow at writing? I don't think so. But or is there a story behind this? Why it took so long to write this book? Well, let's go to the story. <laughs> The story is, this is a compilation of all the prayers in the last 10 prayer books that I've written. And mm. when I begin to pull them together and see the volume, these are the prayers of my life. These are the prayers that God has answered for me. And they're on every topic. And there's mm. it's a beautiful hardback book great for stocking stuffers for this Christmas. And yeah. there's an audible book as well. That is wonderful. I just Ooh. listened to it again. And as the little, they're just little prayers they're, and it teaches you how to pray. And then you get to pray them. And as you listen or read, you're just praying the prayers that God loves to answer. I think that's why they are so powerful. I love how they are broken down into segments like on forgiveness or emotional care, grief and loss, like whatever you're going through, you just look it up and find it. But I think they're so powerful because they are prayers you've prayed. It's it's something that's come out of your life and what God's done in you and through you, through your prayers. And they're, they're just powerful powerful. And I'm wondering if maybe we can close out talking about a prayer that you called called to live and share about that and why you think it might help people that are hurting. I would love to do that. And it's a short prayer. I'm just going to read it and then mm -hmm. we'll talk about it. But it says this and pray and everyone listening, just pray along with me. Lord, thank you that you are calling me to live and that you have promised to walk with me through my troubled times. Thank you that my times of trouble won't last forever. I also take this moment to tell the enemy to hush his lies of discouragement and despair over me in the power and authority of the name and the blood of Jesus. I pray now for family members or friends who are tempted to take their lives. I pray that they will trust in you and live. Thank you that you will help these dear ones get to the other side of their pain. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Linda, I want to thank you for sharing that prayer with us today. And I know that God is calling all of us to life and life more abundantly. And I want to thank you for sharing your insights in prayer and I hope that everyone implements them. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. It was a joy. This week, I challenge you to go through the mini Bible study I've created and download the graphic to share on your device. Accept the challenge and read through the six power-packed prayer meetings in the Bible. It'll help you to believe for greater things when you pray. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 121, God Still Answers Your Prayers. Make sure to check out the show notes for the Bible study, downloadable graphics, and information about our guest at soulh2o.com slash 121. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family, take a screen capture while listening on your device, and share on your social media to help spread the word. Come back next week as I talk with the ever-fun Jamie Nato 
Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.